From Up North News, I'm Pat Kreitlow. Time to unpack the news with some headlines and commentary one last time in 2020 uh, as we start with our daily coronavirus update and then some uh, other stories to share with you before we head into another holiday weekend. Uh, the theme for the coronavirus statistics uh, is less than half. Now, obviously, there are still too many cases, too many lives being lost, but that was one incredible surge that we came off of, and the numbers are now showing that we're at less than half of what some of those numbers were. Let me give you an example. We're now at an average daily amount of fewer than 2,000 new cases a day. We've been that way for five days in a row. We haven't been able to say that since September 25th, so it's been three months since we averaged fewer than 2,000 cases a day. At its peak, uh, back on November 18th, we are at 6,500 cases a day for an average. Uh, so we're more than half off of that. There were 35 deaths announced on Wednesday by the Department of Health Services. Again, a tragedy. We've lost 4,818 souls to the coronavirus pandemic so far. But our daily average is, is now 29 deaths per day from COVID-19. Just on, uh, back on October 7th, that number was 61. So again, half as many daily deaths that are being racked up because of this pandemic. We have lost 204 people in the past seven days, but just earlier this month, we were at a peak of 425 lives lost in the course of a week. And even in hospitalizations, uh, we're down around 1,000. The hospitals are still as busy as ever. Healthcare workers are as overloaded as ever, but it has at least come off that peak of more than 2,200 patients that we were seeing as recently as November 17th. And as we mentioned yesterday, we're starting to get weekly vaccination reports. We are at uh, 48,000 vaccinations, and that's as of late Monday, or mid-Monday, I should say. So we've certainly come up a lot since then. Uh, but the way that we'll probably be tracking that is percent of an entire state's population. That way we can compare apples to apples among the states. And so that figure represents eight-tenths of one percent of the Wisconsin population vaccinated. We still have a long way to go, but we're finally out of the gate and we'll keep following these statistics as we get more of the population vaccinated against COVID-19. Well, if there's one phrase that's been especially sad to invent and use over the course of the past year, it's pandemic politics. Uh, we started as such a united country when this all started. Uh, then things began to unravel as various politicians and others uh, began to squawk about safeguards. And, you know, we, we haven't gotten any better. We still have uh, episodes like what we're about to describe at the Wisconsin State Capitol. Monday will be the day when the new legislative session begins. There will not be any virtual sessions, even though the equipment is there, that it's been paid for. It was tested out back in April. But Assembly Speaker Robin Voss is not allowing any virtual meetings of committees or floor sessions requiring everybody to come in. And that's also what's going to happen on Monday when Assembly Republicans invite everybody in with their families to take pictures. They say they're still going to spread around and divide into groups and such. But Assembly Democrats took one look at the plan, realized that it's not in keeping with recommended safeguards, and decided to hold their own inauguration virtually online with Governor Evers uh, presiding over the event. And so you may have a case where only, by and large, one party is represented in the building on Monday rather than adhering to precautions. Uh, it's something that's unfortunate, especially in light of the 
passing yesterday of that congressman-elect from Louisiana, uh, Luke Letlow was his name, somebody who said, you know, he was young, at the age of 41, was one of those who said, well, we have to open the economy and we have to learn to live with the virus. But yet another public official who made those case, uh, who made that claim, is no longer living with COVID-19, but has died from it. It's a lesson that apparently has to be learned again and again and again. Well, coming up on upnorthnewswi.com over the course of the holiday weekend, a couple of other stories we'll be putting up. Uh, we'll tell you about Patty Schockner, the outgoing state senator who lost her bid for re-election and her father to COVID-19 in the same week. And she talks about coping with that loss, but reflecting on the uh, the happy life of her father uh, before Alzheimer's and then COVID took him away and the work that she continues to do as the medical examiner for St. Croix County, trying to keep people educated and safe as the coronavirus rages through Western Wisconsin. Our Julian Emerson has talked to several nurses around the, uh, around the state and what they've gone through in 2020, oftentimes being the last person to hold somebody's hand or to hold a cell phone up so that somebody can see their family or hear from them before they succumb to the disease. They hope that there is now light at the end of the tunnel as a vaccine distribution program gets underway. And we wrap up our three-part series, Jessica Van Egren does, on Gigi's house. Uh, Gigi, the nickname for a woman in Madison who has lost several family members in 2020, tragically. And the community has come together to give her a home makeover. In the third part, and if you read through it online, you can watch a, a video down at the bottom of the story that Jessica put together as well. Gigi has the house revealed after the remodeling project and people talk about what it was about her that motivated so many people to donate time, labor, money, to give her something hopeful to end an otherwise very sad year. So look for those stories and more at upnorthnewswi.com. Have a very safe holiday weekend. And from the editor's desk, I'm Pat Wrightlow.